You're listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast with your host, Megan McAvoy Matei, where we discuss all things mindset and manifestation for you high achievers who are ready to create the life, business, relationship, and health of your dreams. No matter where you are in your life, you do still get to have it all. It's never too late as long as you stay open to the possibility that that dream can come true for you. That is what I I'm here to help you do. Freedom is insane authenticity. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is becoming not only the best version of yourself and manifesting whatever it is that you desire, but becoming the most authentic version of yourself. You see, a lot of us long for authentic connections. We want sincere, deep-rooted relationships that are going to evolve and expand and grow. And we want people to tell us the truth. We want people to be real with us. Except what's kind of funny is that a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. A lot of people would rather deny the truth because you might have heard the expression before, the truth hurts. And changing your programming and changing your paradigms and admitting that you were wrong can be really, really hard, right? And so this is why I say freedom is insane authenticity. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about how do you grow into the most authentic version of yourself and why Is that necessary if you want to have amazing relationships, incredible connections, right? How can you have authentic relationships with other people and amazing connections with other people if you don't even know who you are? If you haven't done the work to face yourself in a really deep way? If you're not showing up authentically yourself all the time and you keep finding people in your life who don't feel fully aligned or who you don't feel fully connected to, we have a tendency to look outside ourselves and look at those people and what they're doing wrong. But are you yourself being authentic? How do we do that? Then how do we show up so authentically and not respond in a negative way when you realize that if you show up as the most authentic version of yourself, meaning that you speak a level of truth that makes other people uncomfortable because you're being so authentically you, you simply can't be the most authentic version of yourself and have everybody love you. Sorry, not sorry. It's just not a thing, right? If you want to be the most authentic version of yourself, you need to understand that first and foremost, there's going to be people who absolutely love you and adore you and love that authentic version of you. There's going to be a lot of people who don't like you. And especially nowadays with social media, if you happen to be somebody who speaks uncomfortable truth or things that aren't aligned with what is considered acceptable or agreeable amongst the group think and the propaganda. I mean, I'm recording this in 2020 and the Fauci emails just dropped. So, I mean, a lot of my friends and myself, we've been called conspiracy theorists. We have been canceled. We have been 
shut down. You know, when it comes to the world of social media, we have been censored. We have been shadow banned. We have been silenced. And now social media isn't everything. I get that. That's not even what I'm trying to say is that social media is everything. But there is an interesting paradigm that will go through your head when you aren't speaking lies on a platform where other people are speaking lies and yet you're the one who gets shut down. You're the one who gets punished. And I'm telling you right now, having been through that, being connected to people who regularly go through that, it'd be so much easier to run the other way. It'd be so much easier to go and fit in and do our part as they've been saying for the last year, which is complete BS programming, by the way. And that's why I say that freedom is insane authenticity. How do you show up and be so authentic and be so truthful and be so grounded in your own beliefs so that when you receive that kind of hate, when you receive the kind of silencing like I receive on social media, and it happens, the things that people say to me, I have had family members basically disown me. I have had the maid of honor from my own wedding decide apparently because we have different beliefs that we're no longer friends, right? All these things happen when you get canceled and you become so radically authentic and people come at you with their hate and it can be deeply triggering. How do you be the person who rises above that dynamic and you don't respond? You're so grounded in your own authenticity. You're so grounded in who it is that you do that even when other people cancel you, silence you, shadow ban you, say the most hateful, mean things to you, disown you, whatever that looks like. How do you not respond from their level? Because you might get triggered when that kind of thing happens, right? It doesn't feel the best when you're somebody who gets canceled or you're somebody who receives massive levels of hatred. And then lastly, let's talk about how do you change that programming? How do you be the person who instead of reacting from your triggers, right, and responding to their programming and hatred, with the same kind of negativity, how do you be the kind of person who just, you don't, you don't get sucked into that, right? You keep speaking your truth anyway. And what is that path and what does that process look like? And ultimately, what are the benefits of that? What are the benefits of that? So to start out, I think it's really important to think about the fact that from the moment of that we're born, we're pretty much being programmed, right? And a lot of that can be really good if you come from a, a good family, if you come from a family who has values that, that make a lot of sense to you. I don't think there's anything such as the perfect family, right? I, I don't think that even myself, for instance, as somebody who's been studying mindset and manifestation for 20 years and has been teaching these things, I am sure that there is still programming that I'm going to somehow manage to pass on to my kids that they're going to need to shift and change in order to become the most authentic version of themselves. And the reason for that is, is because so many of us grow up to become people pleasers. We grow up trying to fit in, whether that's at school, whether that's at home, whether that's with our friends, whether that's in our dating life. 
You know, I remember for me when I used to date as an example, and probably a lot of this podcast will be altogether too much information, TMI, <laughs> but that's just radical authenticity is total freedom when we share our story, right? We we don't feel locked down or chained by anything. And I remember even when I was dating, I, there used to be articles and there might still be articles and it would say, how many dates do you go on before you hook up with a guy? Really? Like, shouldn't that be something instead of us Googling or looking up articles of how we are going to interact with somebody in a dynamic like that is coming from ourselves and our values and what we see as is true. And now that's just one example. And I'm sure if you look back in your own life, whether it's with your health or your money or your dating experiences, and this is what we do in mindset work, right? And this is what my courses cover is we look back at those things. We look back and say, where did that programming come from? So many of us grew up not really knowing ourselves. We grew up in this dynamic of wanting to know only this version of ourselves with group think where we could fit in. You know, maybe that was in middle school and getting a seat at the cool kid table. Maybe it was in high school. When you could get invited to the parties by acting and being and dressing a certain way. Man, I remember when I got an Abercrombie and Fitch shirt and everybody's wearing those damn Abercrombie and Fitch shirts. That's like your new vaccine status or one of my friends sent me an Instagram post. Everybody talking about their vaccine status. That's also the new, hey, look at me. I'm special and I do CrossFit. It's like for real, like posting with your selfies. I literally can't. Or, you know, when you're in high school and, you know, you wanted to fit in and so you wore the clothes that everybody else wore, which was Abercrombie. And I remember to this day, this is 20 years later, 20 plus years later, I hated that Abercrombie shirt, you guys. I hated it. Or in 2020, when people would mask up or get shots in their arm in order to do the right thing and be in this dynamic where we're all doing our part because that's what we've been programmed and conditioned to do. And I'm sitting here going, what on God's green earth does that mean when we look at the fact that in the past year, in the past year, the average American, which is where I live, so that's what I'm able to reference, okay, the average American has gained 29 pounds How are you going to tell me that those of us who've actually been looking out for our health are not doing our part just because we're not conforming to what we're being told to do, right? Meanwhile, in order to get people to take these vaccines, they're out here saying, here, you can get some Krispy Kreme donuts or you can get some beer or like, that's not health. That's not health. Anybody with a logical, rational mind that is not completely sucked into group think, who can think authentically for themselves, will see that the vast majority of what has been done and those who have been shamed, the vast majority of what has been done is not health. And the vast majority of those who have been shamed, canceled, shadow banned, are actually taking care of our health and have managed to stay healthy. Isn't that interesting? And I realize there's probably some of you who are listening right now, and this is what I'm saying about being so authentic that you're going to not like me because that's not your paradigm. What I'm speaking about right now is not your paradigm. And so you're going to sit here and you're going to say you're a selfish, arrogant, conservative who doesn't care about other people. And it's like, who told you to think that? Because actually it's, it's not true. And the thing about authenticity is that some people are going to hate you. And some people are going to love you. And at the end of the day, you have to be so confident and so rooted in who you are that you are going to show up as you 
unwavering because you've seen yourself, you've looked at yourself, you're grounded in what your beliefs are, right? I don't have the beliefs that I have about anything in my life because I'm just uh, uh, floating in the wind with an opinion that I sway here one day and I sway here the other day and I sway here the next day. No, if I'm going to speak something, I'm going to tell you I have done an exorbitant amount of my own research which apparently that's shamed nowadays. Don't think for yourselves, guys. Do not think for yourselves. Nobody wants you to do that. I want you to do that. But I'm not going to speak something unless I am fully grounded in my truth. And that's the key to authenticity. Not only about worldly topics, but in knowing yourself. How are you going to speak about yourself if you're coming from this place of programming? How are you going to speak for yourself when you come from this place of conditioning how are you going to speak from yourself when you come from a place of being so sucked in by a group think and fitting in and propaganda and quite frankly you can't and it's interesting when we look at the statistics in the world about you know how much divorce there is what is the stats upward of 50 percent of couples get divorced it's always interesting when I talk with people who are going through divorce and I help them on their mindset and being able to, you know, get through past abusive or toxic or manipulative or narcissistic or whatever relationships. And I ask them a question. And a lot of the times they say yes to this question. They say, hey, going into that marriage, going into that relationship, did you know? Maybe your intuition told you what you guys, if if you're not in tune to your intuition, your intuition is going to tell you who you need to avoid. Okay. Like that is a fact. Your intuition is going to come and give you the most crazy information that there is no way on earth that you could otherwise know aside from the fact that it's your intuition and that's what it does. Right. Does your intuition not tell you, Hey, maybe you shouldn't marry that person. Hey, maybe you shouldn't date that person. Hey, maybe you deserve a lot better than this. And yet you did it anyway, right? You did it anyway. That's what a lot of them end up saying, hey, yeah, I did that. And listen, I'm not saying this to judge you or to shame you. That's not the point here. But it's look back and see what are the ways in the past that you haven't been authentic? What are the ways in the past that you haven't been true to yourself? People do this in business. They stay in nine to five jobs or careers that they absolutely hate when their entire soul It's literally dying on the inside because their boss is an epic asshole. I've worked with these clients. Free them from those shackles, just FYI. And they go on and become these amazing, beautiful, authentic versions of themselves who actually love life instead of dreading Monday through Friday, right? They go start the business. They become who they're meant to be in the world. And that's the thing. When we're not authentic, When we don't know ourselves, when we don't face ourselves, when we don't address our limiting beliefs about what we get to have, who we get to be, what is or is not possible for us, we settle. We settle in our life. And the problem is the taxes on that. I'm not going all financial advisor on you, okay? I was financial advisor for 10 years before my coaching business, but I'm not going to go into tax strategy. That's in my money course, in my financial literacy course, okay? But the taxes metaphorically always come due. You're always going to have to pay that back. So you get into that crappy relationship that you know you shouldn't be in, you're going to have to probably at some point go through the divorce. What if instead of doing that, you had worked on your self-worth? 
okay? What if instead of doing that, you had trusted yourself and known your intuition and trusted that gut response? What if instead of walking down that aisle that day, because what's everybody going to think if you don't go through with this? What's everybody going to think if you cancel the wedding? What's everybody going to think if you break up with yet another person, right? That's fitting in. And so the taxes come due. And it's actually really hard. It's really hard because a lot of people who go through divorces like that or they go through relationships or end toxic relationships, I haven't really seen any of those relationships where you get to just sever the cord and the other person, the toxic person, or maybe it's you and you need some work to do there, right? But the other person keeps coming back. <clears throat> they never go away. It's almost like they haunt you for the rest of your damn life. And so what if we did the work to be the most authentic version of ourselves, to trust us in that way, right? Same thing happens in, in other areas of life when it comes to our health and who we think we get to be, right? Like I was saying earlier today, like how is it possible that we have a large portion proportion of the population who believes that lockdowns and masks and whatever else is for our health? And yet are those going to be the same people who are going to look at me and have gained 29 pounds in the last year and tell me their excuses? That's not authentic. Your excuses are not your authentic highest truth. They're the limitations that you're putting on yourself and who you believe yourself to be and what you believe yourself to do. And what I want you to know, what I want you to know in everything that I teach is number one, the most authentic version of yourself is the one that's free. And it is the one that will be called insane. <laughs> because you know what? Average people, they think you're nuts. They think you're nuts when you go for better in your life. They think you're nuts when you disregard and reject the mainstream media or narrative. They think you're a conspiracy theorist when you share things that actually are true. They shadow ban you. They silence you. And so it's hard to do that. And this is where freedom, right? It's a condition of not being in prison or captivity. When you become so radically authentic and you don't live under who gives a shit what other people think who cares when you're not here to please them when you're not here to fit in with a certain group of people when you understand that being so radically authentic means a whole bunch of people are gonna love you i promise you that i promise you that but a whole bunch of people are also gonna really dislike you i promise you that man it's easy i don't know i guess you people pleasers who wish you wash in the middle you're just used to everybody liking you, but is that fulfilling? I don't know. I'm not good at that. I'm one of those people where there's usually no particular gray area. You either love me or you don't really like me. I don't think that I leave you a lot of space to hang out in the middle and be unsure about that. And the thing of that is that that's freedom. And that's why I say that authenticity, right, is insane like insane authenticity when you're so authentic you're going to be looked at as, as if you're crazy you're crazy why are you being so wild over there being so yourself huh what are you doing that's nuts people are going to think that and for a while it might be hard right and this is one of the things that i promised to talk about but let me just tell you the definition of freedom it's a condition of being free of restraints so when you don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks you're free from the restraint of that Especially the ability to act without control or interference by another or another circumstance. I act every day how I want to act in truth and alignment with who I am. 
I act that way in my relationships. I act that way on social media, which for me is important because I, I build a business online. I want you to know who I am. Frankly, I don't want you to hire me if you don't think you like me and if you don't think I can get your results, right? But the interesting thing is that you can dislike me and I can still get you amazing results. And so you just decide. I, but either way, I am free from the restraint of that. And that is one of the biggest benefits of being authentic. The same thing shows up in your marriage. Same thing shows up in your friendships. Same thing shows up in that neighbor who has been wronging you on repeat and you're afraid to set a boundary and stand up for yourself. Same thing what happens with that really toxic person who's bullying you and abusing you. That's not freedom. How many of you are in a relationship of some sort right now? Your marriage, friendship, neighbor, coworker, boss, client? Maybe you got a client you got to fire? I don't know. Something. But I guarantee every one of you listening has at least one of these people that you can call to mind. Where you're not being authentic. And therefore, you're not free. And so what does that mean? You feel restrained. You feel unable to act without control or interference by another person. I used to be like this in my relationship. So listen, I'm not judging you. Just need to be super clear, right? I get very passionate in the way that I speak. I feel like sometimes people might think that I lack compassion or that I'm judging you. And that's not the case. And that's what we're going to get to next is how even if you wildly disagree with me, even if you don't like me, I want the best for you. I want you to do so well in your life. I want you to be so happy. I want you to thrive in every area. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And so we're going to talk next about how do you handle that? And, and how do you do that? Even when people send hatred your way. But listen, a lot of you are in a relationship of some sort right now where you're afraid to set a boundary and you're afraid to speak your truth. And I used to be like this, even with my marriage. I have an amazing marriage, you know, during these lockdowns and everything that's gone on. I know a lot of people have struggled in their marriages, struggled in their relationships. I know it's been probably a season of divorce that we're coming upon because people have been locked in their home <laughs> with their significant other and their children and whatever. And I feel for you. I, I do. Um, that must be really hard. For me, that doesn't exist. You know, in, in the last year, even with a baby and really no help, our whole family lives across the country. Um, we just really haven't had much help with the kid, long story short. And <clears throat> we have grown closer together than, you know, we've ever been. But there were for sure times in my marriage when I was afraid in the early days to speak up for myself. I was afraid uh, when it comes to emotions. And so this is in my Mindset 101 course, like emotions and understanding your emotions, emotional intelligence, handling your triggers. And there's for sure some of this that still happens for me. It's just that now, it's not like I've completely transcended my emotions messing with me. It's that now I know how to temper them and harness them and not let them control me, right? A lot of you are controlled by your emotions. And... So that's what the Mindset 101 course is about, just so that you know. And there used to be this dynamic where I wouldn't speak up about how I felt or what I needed. And so you know what? My feelings would not be honored and what I needed wouldn't happen. That's hard in a marriage. How, how's that supposed to last forever when your needs aren't getting met? when you can't express yourself, when you can't share your feelings, when you do share your feelings and you feel controlled, that's not freedom. 
restricted, restrained. You have to act or tiptoe around a person a certain way. You're afraid of how what you say is going to be received. That's not authenticity. And so that's the missing piece that a lot of you probably feel. And and the thing with when you lack authenticity in yourself and you lack authenticity in your relationships, you feel that in your soul. It's kind of like this missing piece that like you just can't put your finger on and you don't know what it is and you should be happy, right? You should be happy. (laughs) That's kind of what they say. (laughs) You should be happy. I mean, you have the marriage and you have a nice house and you have the kids and whatever and you should be happy. And it's like, but I'm not. And how come? It's because you're not authentic. And you don't have most likely authentic relationships that you've attracted to you because the law of attraction, right? Manifestation is like attracts like. And if you're not authentic and you haven't faced yourself and known yourself, which is the root of all my work and all of my courses, then you're going to attract somebody who's like that. And the challenge with this becomes is that if you start doing this work and you start, I see this a lot, then outgrowing the other person, right? Because here you are growing in your authenticity and craving that on such a deep level. And then you already attracted the person who is not authentic, just like you weren't authentic. And so that's where one of the most important, you know, promises that we made in our marriage before we even moved in together, like very, very early on, not in our marriage, but in our dating life. And I said to my husband, listen, I'm always going to be on this path of self-discovery. I'm always going to be on this path of growth. And I need you to understand that if we are going to be together for the long haul, then you need to commit to the same. And thank God he did. (laughs) And you know, that's why we grow together. And that might need to be a conversation that you need to go have with somebody in your life, right? You you might need to be that authentic, which can be scary. And so let's talk about that part last. Authenticity. And that's why I say, right? I say that it's insane. (laughs) I say that freedom is insane authenticity because I'm calling it insane because it's so much safer, It almost seems crazy to be so authentic because you could get rejected. You could get hurt. They might not like that version of you, you know, and it's just, it's, it's safer. It's more sane. It's more practical to just follow the herd, do what the sheep say, think how you're supposed to think, not get censored on social media, not get shadow banned, not lose friends because you have different beliefs than they do, right? But man, it's freeing. And one of the reasons that it becomes freeing is when you understand your triggers. Okay. And again, this is in the Mindset 101 course. How do you understand your triggers? How do you make sure that you don't respond from your emotions so that you can respond authentically and and be a good person? Because I don't know about you. (laughs) When I respond from my triggers, that's not a good look. Yeah, that's not a good look. Usually gets kind of ugly and then I have to go through that whole process of like, he, I don't like that version of you. Because I've been there. I've got a lot of practice in that, believe me. I used to suppress, repress, deny my emotions for sure. So it's freedom, right? So how do we get to that place? And and what I say, and I, I, I probably was saying it wrong for quite a while, but in the last year after having my daughter and basically becoming that person who speaks your mind so freely about all the things that you're not allowed to speak your mind about that exist outside of group think everything from politics to medical freedom 
to, uh, you know, different beliefs that I have about what's possible and manifestation and, you know, boundaries and people who play the victim and how I have no patience for that. I always say that, I mean, I should make this perfume because it's almost like I walk around and I have this victim repellent where they just, man, people who don't take responsibility for their life and they want to blame everybody else, they can't stand to be around me. That's authenticity, baby. I should trademark it. If I could sell that perfume, I swear to God, all of you people who know what I'm talking about, you'd buy it. But how do you be that person who doesn't respond to their hatred? And we see this in bullying. We see this a lot nowadays on social media. I mean, the things that people say to me because I have different beliefs than them are just... I'm not going to say it here because it's pretty awful. It's really pretty awful. And I'm sad for them. But I do get triggered. And so for the last year, I've practiced what I call hate. I've practiced hate and what I mean is speaking that truth so unapologetically so authentically and believe me like I said I promised you earlier today my people y'all know who you are if you're listening to this podcast love you so much I know you love me too and you know that's my people they found me and and likewise I find them and and that works great um but just because you believe differently than me doesn't mean that I need to exclude you from my life Just because you throw hatred at me doesn't mean that I need to respond the same way. And so what happens when those things happen and you get deeply triggered by somebody being really mean to you on social media or somebody judging you, right? Or somebody completely disowning you. I mean, I have a a cousin literally who's completely disowned me because I went from being a lifelong Democrat liberal to after having my daughter voting for Trump. How funny is that? Anyway, (laughs) and so you receive hatred like that. And how do you not respond with the same? And so when I say practicing hatred, what I mean specifically was practicing that level of radical authenticity, that insane level of authenticity. And at first, I'll be really honest, it didn't give me freedom. It actually felt like kind of shackled me because it was scary to be that authentic. It was scary to be that polarizing. It was scary to lose friends. Scarcity will sneak in with that one. Like, oh my God, I'm losing friends. Is anybody ever going to be my friend? Am I going to lose all my friends? (laughs) Um, Things people say to me that are really mean and and really terrible. And a lot of times it's, it's even strangers. And I see people on social media fighting in the comments and how... Do we get to the point where we don't respond to that? And how do we get to the point of instead of responding to that in a mean way, we can respond from an authentic version of ourselves, which is what I was saying. Even if you don't agree with me, I'm still going to send you compassion. I'm still going to send you love. Even if you send me hate, I'm still going to send you compassion. I'm still going to send you love. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, you take a step back. Second of all, you own the fact that you're triggered. Go, okay, I am triggered right now. How do you feel when you get triggered, right? For me, it's usually a feeling in my body. Sometimes my body will actually start shaking. When I'm being so radically authentic that I know I am like triggering other people's shadow, other people's response, other people's triggers, and then they lash out at me, I feel that. When I'm standing up for myself and I know I'm going to get hatred for standing up for myself and setting a boundary... And being told that I'm a terrible person because I set a boundary. I've lost friendships by setting boundaries and then having people tell me I'm a terrible person. I get triggered and I feel shakes in my body. Like my, you know, maybe you can understand. Maybe you'll feel constriction in your chest. Maybe you'll feel 
a little bit lightheaded. This is where our emotions, and I teach this again, Mindset 101 course, always have that upper hand. And so we need to understand, hey, I'm triggered. And so what do you do when you're triggered? A lot of people respond. A lot of people respond when they're in that fight or flight response. That's not good. So it takes a level of self-awareness to go, hey, I'm triggered. I know what that feels like in my body. I know what that looks like. I know everything. And then take a step back and take a step back and go, I'm not going to respond right now. Because I know if I responded, this is not the version of me that A is the most authentic version of me because this is the version of me that's hijacked by my emotions. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause. I'm going to take a step back and I'm not going to respond. Most likely you can see that other person who's sending hatred or whatever your way that they're acting from their programming and their triggers. So see that and go, okay. And then... You just look at that person and you say, what is my growth opportunity here? Because one of the most important things that I teach, and so this would be in my journaling course, is that our triggers are our best teachers. And if you can identify when you're triggered, how you're triggered, why you're triggered, where that comes from, a lot of times it's programming, right? Like we want to fit in. It goes back to childhood. It goes back to that middle school lunch table and, you know, being invited to the cool kid parties and the Abercrombie shirt I was talking about. So why am I triggered and what can I learn here? And instead of responding with that same level of hate, you instead look at those people as your greatest teachers. Your greatest teachers. And what do your teachers do? I mean, I guess with the whole liberal propaganda in schools right now, (laughs) what do good teachers do, right? What do good teachers do? They help you to become a better version of yourself. What do good mentors mentors do? They help you to become a better version of yourself. And so are you going to hate somebody or respond with hatred towards somebody who triggered you when you actually know and are willing, able to do the work to not respond from your triggers and instead to learn from them? Or are those the kind of people that you love? And you send love to those people. You're like, man, thanks. If you hadn't come along my path right now to teach me that lesson, like this is one of the most important things I think if you have kids that you could teach your kids about bullying. If they get bullied, you don't respond with the same hatred, you just don't. Now, trust me, my daughter's going to know how to defend herself if some man, person, whoever were to raise a fist or anything to her. Um, I'm going to raise her to know how to whoop some booty. You better bet me. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's like a whole different thing. You know, defend yourself. Don't, you know, don't stand for that. But if it's like just a mental, emotional trigger, you got that. You know, take a step back. What can I learn here? And how are you going to hate or respond with hate or anything other than compassion and gratitude for the people who triggered you when right there, excuse me, you have the opportunity to learn one of the best lessons that will help you. And here's the beauty of this. Remember I said at the beginning, I used to feel kind of shackled by being so outspoken and authentic because I got a lot of hate and that doesn't feel good it feels like man it'd be so much safer to not be this version of myself it'd be so much safer to be the version of myself that fits in 
it's going to take some work. It's going to take some resilience. So um, purpose, well-being, resilience, that's my Mindset 102 course, just so that you know, if you're somebody who's, you know, trying to have more purpose in your life. And I also think speaking my truth, at least for me, is a part of purpose, right? That is my purpose, to speak my truth, to teach my kid to be the same way, somebody who is so fiercely authentic. And the more that you practice resilience and handling the stress of that and live and lean into your purpose, I promise you again, I know I'm making a couple of promises on this podcast, the easier and easier it becomes, the more freeing and freeing it becomes. There's some of you I know who've been through a lot of trauma in your life. And you're still walking around with stories that you're afraid to share. You're still walking around with hurts that you don't think it's safe to let anybody know. That's not freeing, you know? That's kind of being trapped. And you don't need to be trapped by your past, right? You don't need to be trapped by anybody in your present. And so the more that you authentically speak your truth, the more that you insanely speak your truth the more freedom that you are going to have. And I'm going to end by saying I do promise you that because that's been my experience in anything that I teach in mindset and manifestation. It's not specific to just me. If it's possible for me, then it's possible for you. And I'm telling you so much freedom, so much more happiness, so much more fulfillment, so much purpose, so much meaning, so much more ease, authenticity, better relationships, Better clients, if you're in business, are going to come if you're willing to be insanely authentic. Thank you so much for listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure that you subscribe, share this with your friends, leave a positive review for us. It helps more people to find our podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about our courses, visit www.meganmacavoymatay.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram, Meg underscore McAvoy underscore Matei. See you next time.